Hello, true crime fanatics and suspense seekers. I'm your host, Naz. I hope all of you are keeping well. I also hope you enjoyed listening to my very first case called Caught Between Life and Dishonor. Please do send your feedback and comments. It'll be much, much appreciated. Also, we noticed a slight sound issue with that case. Hopefully, it wasn't a big problem for all of you. Thank you for joining me on Crime Stories of Pakistan. Today, I will be sharing not one, but two cases with you. Excited, eh? Well, before we get into it, I will caution our listeners that we're calling this episode a mini-sode. Why, you ask? Well, that's because these cases are new and very much under investigation. So think of this as an introduction to the case, as we will surely share the case updates as everything unfolds. We want to keep our audience engaged during the period in which we upload longer episodes because it takes quite some time and effort to research, script, record, and edit regular sods. That's right, a new word, regular sods. <laughs> and this is all done by Jihan and myself. So between longer episode uploads, we want to give our listeners some variety in the cases that we will be covering as well as invoking more curiosity in your minds with these mini-sodes from around the world. And also, these won't just be cases, but stories and incidences that might not be fully crime-related, but are peculiar or supernatural in nature. I want to take this opportunity to acknowledge the genocide taking place in Palestine currently as we speak. For those who don't know or haven't received the news, this is true crime in real time. The number of martyrs has surpassed 25,000 in Palestine, and this is just not okay. Currently, there are a few genocides going on in the world, including one in Congo, and so much bombardment in other parts of the world like Yemen and Lebanon. As a platform with even a little bit of reach and listeners from all walks of life, we encourage you to educate yourself on the history of these matters, bring awareness to them if you can, boycott, protest, do whatever you need to do to stop the violence because enough is enough. We, Jihan and I, wish for a permanent ceasefire in all of these regions and an end to the bloodshed and destruction. We have linked some charities in the show description for anyone who wants to donate and provide humanitarian help to those who are suffering. Our thoughts, prayers, and support is with the innocent victims, always and forever. So now back to crime stories. The first case I have for you is about a French Pakistani who was arrested just a few days ago in Mirpur Azad Kashmir for being involved in a peculiar human trafficking network. The network involves falsely marrying women and having them move overseas where they are abused, tortured, and trafficked to different parts of Europe. The mind-blowing part of this case is that the accused is a woman herself. Yes, you heard that right. This is the curious case of bride trafficking. 
The accused is 28-year-old Nargis Iqbal. She would assume the identity of a boy. Most recently, the name of her alias is Shaban, according to Minute Mirror, an independent Pakistani daily newspaper. She, Nargis, is a France passport holder. She would establish a relationship with Pakistani girls for what appeared as the purpose of marriage. Now, this is just speculation. We have to wait for this to be proven in court. But it is most likely that she made contact with her victims through online dating apps or chat rooms. Once the couple got highly involved, she would meet the girl's parents and ask for their daughter's hand in marriage via a formal proposal. She would target families in Kashmir by giving them incentive of foreign nationality and a sizable dowry. So during these difficult economic times that Pakistan is currently facing, the potential victim pool has grown daily. Nargis, aka Shaban, would make sure a nikah was completed in Pakistan, which would allow the immigration process to become easy and complete. And this is according to Dunya News. Now let's stop there for a minute. This means Nargis has had a nikah, meaning she has been legally married, many, many, many times. That itself is a big problem. Once the couple married, and once the girl, or in this case girls, landed in their new country abroad, Nargis would sell them to brothels or other traffickers. This case came to light as the father of a recent victim learned that his son-in-law was actually a woman and that his daughter was supposed uh, was subject to abuse and mistreatment by the hands of what seemed like a criminal gang. The victim has since been transported to a safe house in France but has not been returned to her family in Pakistan yet. So imagine this, you get your daughter married off to someone only to find out that your son-in-law is actually your daughter-in-law? That's pretty messed up. Upon the victim's family alerting the authorities in Pakistan, the police were on high alert in search of Nargis. It wasn't until she came back to Pakistan in search of her new victim that she was recognized and soon arrested by police, according to the Express Tribune. At the time of her arrest, she was found in a hotel room with her new bride along with fake documentation. Police say that her modus operandi or MO as we know it in the West involved changing up her look and having surgery as well as using hormones to grow facial hair and alter her voice so that she would look and sound more manly. As mentioned, this case is under investigation. But the questions remain. Did she have any accomplices in Pakistan? How many more victims are there? Where are they? How long has this been going on for? The scary part of this case is that the perpetrator is a woman. How can one woman drop to such a level and find satisfaction in bringing harm to other innocent women? There is so much more to uncover about this case and we will surely cover this case as it unfolds. 
since I know the curiosity is through the roof. I mean, who is Nargis? What, how does she get involved in this heinous world of human trafficking? There are so many questions, but for the answers, stay tuned. So now for the second case in this mini-sode. This one also involves a bride and marriage. Well, a hundred marriages to be more precise. Police have arrested a woman in the Qaedabad area of Khoshab, Pakistan, who goes by the name of Madhuri. No, I am not talking about the popular Bollywood movie actress. Although I have to say, this case has put the name Madhuri in a bad light. Bichari Madhuri, so badnam. Police in Khoshab received a tip that there is a woman who is conning men into marriage only to loot and exploit them. So police rushed to investigate, and this is all according to Pakistan Today. They promptly arrived to a wedding hall in which they found a groom and a bride in full bridal gear. So I'm talking mandi, jewelry, and the whole red wedding langa, all set to tie the knot. Police apprehended the woman whose birth name is Nasreen. They also arrested a few others at the venue in connection to Madhuri and her exploitation scheme, along with many expensive items which were later determined to be stolen, according to Inkpack. Once investigators spoke to Nasreen, she revealed that she has conned approximately a hundred men into marriage, in which she exploited them for money and property soon after the wedding. I mean, she is the mastermind behind this scheme. She also revealed that this has been going on for close to a decade. This is so disturbing because this woman has never been brought to the attention of the authorities, although I'm sure now that she has been caught, many families will come forward to testify and share their own horrors in regards to how they were conned by Madhuri and her gang. Police are asking victims to come forward and are asking the public for any information about this gang. I don't know about you guys, but my mind is completely boggled. I mean, these cases are so different, yet similar in a strange way. On the one hand, we have a woman posing as a man and marrying other women. And on the other hand, we have a woman who has married over a hundred men. It's really too bad that the institution of marriage has become a joke and people are using weddings and marriages to fulfill their criminal fantasies. Both of these women have gone through the process of a wedding or a nikah so many times and who knows how many victims there truly are. We are going to keep our eyes and ears on both of these cases as developments occur. So be sure to keep listening. And please do share your thoughts and opinions on what you think of these two cases that appear to be same-same yet different. So that brings us to the end of our mini-sode. Once again, these mini-sodes are in addition to our regular full-length episodes. We will still be uploading episodes bi-weekly. We hope you enjoy 
our mini-sodes as much as you do our regular episodes. Give us a like on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Crime Stories of Pakistan for some case footage and visuals. You can also send us an email with case suggestions at crimestoriesofpakistan at hotmail.com. Please like, follow, subscribe, and share. Your feedback and comments mean the world to us. I'm your host, Naz, signing off. Join me again next time for another Crime Story of Pakistan. Until then, stay compassionate and curious. But most importantly, stay out of trouble. Thank you.